another bonus episode. Now I've shared Christian perspectives and Buddhist perspectives in some of my prior episodes. So it's now time for Confucianism. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Confucius and then I'll read you a bunch of his popular sayings. And to make it more interesting, I'll share what I think he means with each saying and maybe how it applies to me. Okay, let me start with the question. Who was this Confucius dude? <laughs> I pulled out a short summary from Wikipedia. Here it is. Confucius was a Chinese philosopher, poet, and politician who lived around 500 BC or BCE. His teachings and philosophy formed the basis of East Asian culture and society and continues to remain influential today. His philosophical teachings, called Confucianism, emphasized personal and governmental morality, correctness of social relationships, justice, kindness, and sincerity. Confucianism was part of the Chinese social fabric and way of life. Everyday life was considered the arena of religion. The principles of Confucius have commonality with the Chinese tradition and belief. He championed strong family loyalty, ancestor veneration, and respect of elders. He recommended family as a basis for ideal government. One of his most popular sayings was, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, also known as the Golden Rule. Alright, now we can dig into some of his other sayings and philosophies and teachings, and these are broken up into major categories or sections. This first section is going to be about his wisdom and sayings related to government and public affairs. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, that sounds super boring. And I thought the same thing first initially. But as I read through these, I saw that they apply to any type of leadership or management that I may do 
at work or even with your family. So this advice can be helpful to being a parent or for whatever your job is. For me, it can help me with being a better teacher or being a better chair of committees, which I also do a lot. Alright, let me dig into this first one. Confucius was once asked if there was a single sentence by which a country might be made to flourish. And Confucius said, To be a good king is difficult. I'm never going to be king of a country, but I am a teacher. And it is true that to be a good teacher, you have to first acknowledge that it's really hard. And the same for being a parent. If you go into these things, or I went into these things, thinking, oh, this is going to be easy, being the chair of this committee, then I'd be in trouble from the start. So, yes, I agree. A country will flourish, or a family will flourish, or a classroom will flourish, if the leader in that situation begins by just realizing how hard it's going to be. Alright, on to his next piece of wisdom. Confucius was also once asked if there was a single sentence by which a country can be ruined. So in a way, this is the opposite of the prior situation. And Confucius answered, None can oppose my will. What I think he means with this is that if no one opposes the will of the king or the leader or the teacher, then that's a dictatorship. And I think what he believes or supports is that you do need the input of many people. I need to realize that I will make some bad decisions and I need someone to oppose those bad decisions. And this has happened, of course. Uh, Even as a teacher, I've made a decision and a student will say, are you sure about that? Sometimes it's a statement. Sometimes it's a policy that helps me rethink it and think about the consequences I overlooked. And to get that feedback is really helpful to running a good committee, being a good teacher, 
assigned for me 
Confucius was asked for a hint on the art of governing, and he said, Take the lead and set the example of diligent toil. I feel like this is something we do here today in modern times of set a good example. To be a good leader, you set a good example. And I think we do um, still understand the importance of this. I do this, or I try to do this when I run committee meetings. I show up on time. I arrive prepared. My tasks are completed, and same with teaching. I always arrive on time, arrive prepared, and everything's organized and hopefully well explained. I know I don't do it perfectly. I'm not always good at getting feedback from everyone. Like in a committee meeting, I probably should be better at going around the table and asking everyone, you know, what do you think? How do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on this topic? And same with teaching. I should probably pause more often and ask my students if they have questions or thoughts, yeah, I can do a better job of being a leader in those settings. Confucius also gave more advice on the art of governing. He said, be patient and untiring. I'm not so good at that. I think I'm good at appearing patient, but I often feel impatient. So I don't know if I get credit for being patient, if I feel impatient, but I'm acting patient. I, I guess that is something you feel, not something you wear as an appearance. So I get poor marks on being truly patient, but I try. And Confucius also wants me to be untiring. I don't know. I think I get tired pretty quickly of committee meetings. I think everyone does, but I don't, I try not to let it affect the governing of the meeting. And when I teach, I usually teach for three hours. And I do start feeling tired during about the third hour. 
So, again, I, I try not to let it affect how I'm teaching. And I try not to appear tired. But I can feel tired. So, again, I don't know if I get credit. If that's considered uh, governing in an untiring way. If I feel tired, but I don't act tired. Confucius would want me to work harder on that, I'm sure. Here is the next piece of wisdom from Confucius. He said, a virtuous ruler is like the pole star which keeps its place while all the other stars do homage to it. So, I had to look up Pole Star to confirm that the Pole Star is the same as the North Star, and it is. And then I discovered the North Star is also called Polaris, which I didn't know. So, he's saying that a good leader is like the North Star. The leader is steady, reliable, consistent, and helps guide others. That's what the North Star does. So, I do like this analogy. Here is the next piece of wisdom from Confucius. He said, People despotically governed and kept in order by punishments may avoid infraction of the law, but they will lose their moral sense. I think what he's saying here that is if you force people the right thing, then, yeah, they won't break the laws, but then they're not going to develop their own moral sense. So I'll read it again. People despotically governed and kept in order by punishments may avoid infraction of the law, but they will lose their moral sense. Yeah, I think that's basically what he's saying. Then he goes on to say the flip side of that statement. And here it is. People who are virtuously governed and kept in order by the inner law of self-control will retain their moral sense and moreover become good. So, basically, governing with virtue results in people who have virtue and moral sense, and that they are basically good. But if you force people, and scare people, and threaten people to do and act a certain way, then they're not going to develop their moral sense. Um, 
think of how to apply this to my teaching. Because I definitely do have some rules that I'm very strict about with my classroom to help keep it managed and appropriate for everyone. But there are some things that I do allow my students to exert their own self-control. Okay, I came up with one. Attendance for one of my major courses. Attendance is optional. I don't force them to go. Uh, there's no punishment if they don't come to the lectures. I think that's in line with what Confucius is saying, because when those students decide on their own to go to lecture, they will realize the benefits are greater by going to lecture than by not going to lecture. But if I forced every student to go to lecture, then they all would be in lecture, but maybe they wouldn't really understand and have the moral sense of the importance and value of being in lecture. I, I think that's a good example for me, for my teaching, for what Confucius is saying here. If you're thinking that it's still important in government, in classrooms, in families, to have a balance of rules and expectations with self-control and freedom, then I agree with you. Everything can't be just self-control and 100% freedom, because that can get a little bit too crazy or out of control. Yeah, I think it's good to have a balance. Here is the last piece of wisdom I'll share from Confucius in this episode. I have more I could do, so if you like hearing me ramble on about Confucius and my interpretations, then let me know and I can do more episodes with more of his wisdom in the future. Alright, here's the last one. Confucius was asked, what must I do? that my people may be contented. And Confucius answered, Promote the upright and dismiss all the evildoers and the people will be contented. This sounds like such obvious advice, but I have worked at places where this doesn't happen, and it's just shocking, and the people are not content in, in my experience, that 
Fish is saying here is correct. That if you do promote the upright and the virtuous, then the people will be contented. And he even says the flip side here. He says, if you promote the evildoers and dismiss the upright, then the people will be discontented. As I was saying, I've seen that happen. You might have been at places or worked at places or been a part of something where the less virtuous people were more so promoted, whatever that means, encouraged, supported. And it does, it causes a lot of problems that long-term need to be rectified. So it's just funny that overall this wisdom from Confucius is from around 500 BC, but today we're still needing to apply this wisdom much more consistently than people do. Maybe it just means that human nature in 500 BC or BCE wasn't much different than human nature today, and that's what we'll always be struggling against, is human nature. Advice and philosophy and wisdom are all helpful, whether it's from Christianity, Buddhism, Confucianism, or any of the other religions and organizations, that they're all can be helpful to steer us, to work better together. That's a little more uplifting. <laughs> Alright. That's the end of this bonus episode.